Yes, welcome to Blurred United. Whoever you are, wherever and whenever you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. I'm Disa, as ever with Yazzie, and we are just a blurred couple navigating our way through all these geek fandoms and uniting them for your consumption. Um, it's been a week already, people. It's been a whole week already, and so much stuff has gone down. So much stuff has gone down this week. Uh, we had the Oscars, obviously, on uh, Sunday, and I will get to that. I will get to the Oscars uh, shortly. But first, I want to talk about these Netflix cancellations. A little bit of news has come out um, that's made it seem as though they're, they're, it's, it's, it was actually Marvel's fault. Marvel were the ones who were instigating for this, and they made it impossible to work with for Netflix, who wanted what I would call some reasonable changes. Um, so it was Marvel, it seems, who seemed to instigate the, cha- the, the, the cancellation of the shows. And um, it's, it would seem that there's still hope for the Netflix shows to appear either on Disney Plus or on Hulu, because apparently Netflix are interested in buying out Hulu. Now they're interested in buying out a lot. Buying a uh, sorry, Marvel or Disney actually I should say are interested in buying out Warner Media's stake in Hulu, um, which would mean that they would have essentially two streaming platforms, which which makes sense in a way because uh, you know you don't want to have just one. Uh, Disney has its own way of doing things. Everybody knows the Disney way. It is very PG. Uh, PG thirteen at worst. Uh, most of their stuff is G for general admission. It is just for families. You know that's 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 the Disney way, and it works. You know, there's no problem with that. I've never had an issue with that. Um, but some of their programming that that some some of the assets that they own, the intellectual property that they own, doesn't really fit in a PG G rated world. You know, I mean, just look at Punisher. Look at that show. Um, there's no way that you're going to fit Punisher in a realistic way that anybody wants to watch that, uh, that, 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 you know, is, is going to be G-rated. I'm sorry, that's just not going to happen. You're not going to get a G-rated Punisher. They tried that before. It sucked. Um, you know, it, uh, they, they did that on the animated series, that show, and it just, it just didn't work, frankly speaking. Um, Punisher needs to kill people. He needs to put holes in people's bodies and uh you know have brains and guts and guns and blood all showing that's not going to fit in a g-rated world but it could fit on hulu so that could be the future of the marvel netflix universe or the uh, we need a new acronym for that Uh, let's call it the marvel streaming universe msu i like it i like it i'm knighting it the msu the marvel streaming universe that's what we're gonna go with um, so the Marvel streaming universe has hope in that. In fact, John Bernthal actually came out with probably the most obvious claim in history when he said um, that he believes that these shows will reappear in some manner somewhere else at some point in time. I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Duh. You know, what, you thought you were the only one who's going to play Punisher when you started this thing? You thought they were going to, like, retire the jersey? No, this is, this is not the NBA. This is Marvel. We, we don't retire jerseys. We just get another guy to wear it. You, you, you had the number for a couple of years. It's going to go to somebody else. Someone else is going to have that spot. You're going to have to deal with it. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, I, I know exactly what he means. Uh, he, he's trying to say that 
uh, it could have happened sooner than we all think. And that's fine. Which, uh, that does worry me because I kind of want to see Punisher again. Even though the Punisher felt finished. Like, it felt like, no, like season one. It kind of felt like this is a self-contained story and, you know, he landed. You know, like the Punisher landed at the end of season one and it felt like this was a conclusion of sorts. And season two felt like, yeah, this is a conclusion of sorts. Pardon me. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I think that it, it could work to have somebody as, as, as to continue this story or to change the story and go with something else. That could work too. Um, but yeah, that's it. Uh, so the Marvel Netflix universe could become the Marvel streaming universe and it could go on to both Disney Plus and Hulu or just Disney Plus or just Hulu. And that seems to be where it's going. I'm all for it. I'm all in on this. You know, make my Marvel as far as streaming goes. Uh, moving right along. Moving right along. We got ourselves the Oscars. Bum, ba -da -bum. And what a week. It, what, what, a, what an Oscars it was for comic books. The comic book superhero genre did really, really well at the Oscars. Um, obviously, the big talking point, huge talking point is Black Panther taking home three out of the four Oscar nominations. I, I think it was four. It, I could be, it could be five. But I think it was, I think it's four. No, it was five. They're nominated in five categories. Best, best picture as well as best original song, right? Like they were nominated for that. And they did not win best original song or best picture, but they did take home best original score. They did take home best production design and they did take home best costuming, which I think is really appropriate. You know, uh, there's, there's a lot of discussion about whether they deserve to get all the nominations they did. I thought, yeah, yeah, they did. It's, it's, it was a stunningly well-made movie, stunningly well-made, well-directed well movie, well-acted, well-produced, well... Every, everything about it was so good. It, was, it, felt like, it felt like superhero movies, you know, at, at this, this was elite-level superhero movie making. That, that's what it was. It was elite. It was super elite-level. This, uh, this was the best of the best. And I, I will put Black Panther next to any superhero movie that's ever come out. And I will say that it is as good, if not better, than any of them. Yes, and I'm talking about the Dark Knight trilogy. I think it is as good, if not better, but just in a different way. You know, just because Dark Knight was darker doesn't mean it was better. You know, that's just not the way things work. Um, you can have something that's light and fun and, you know, lighthearted that is also good, as good, in a different way. We're not going to say the Bohemian Rhapsody. Sorry, sorry. Let's we, Queen, for instance, and NWA are both great music groups but they're not the same you know like they're equal but in different ways you know and that's just the way things are and i don't think that enough people accept that reality but there you go i think that black panther won all those awards it deserved every goddamn one of them i had a guy coming out telling me uh i i just think that all it deserved was like best maybe best production i'm like man get the you can gtfoh you know, out of here, man. Like, I'm not trying to hear that mess. Ain't nobody trying to hear that mess. Black Panther deserved every goddamn one of those awards because, look, I'm an African. That's what I am. I am from Botswana. I was born here in Khaborone, and I, 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 I'm, I currently live here in Khaborone, Botswana. That's in Africa, just above South Africa, for those of you who don't know. All right? As an African, I got to tell you, 
I don't really think that we're represented properly in the Western world. I don't think we've ever really been represented properly in the Western world. And when you get a movie like Black Panther that comes around, it had nothing to do with it, with Botswana, mind you. And very little of it felt like Botswana. But, but as an African, you know, who's, who's lived his whole life being misrepresented, people not even knowing where their country is, you know, not even knowing where their country is, when you get introduced everywhere as an African. And I'm like, I'm not an African, man. I'm a Botswana. That's what I am. You know? I, I introduce, go to people and say, look, I'm a Botswana, man. Not an African, not just an African. And they're like, yeah, whatever. But then, like, I, people get weirded out when you when you wait when they when you introduce when they introduce themselves to you and say, oh yeah, I'm from Leeds. I'm like, Leeds where? Where 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 the, where the heck is Leeds? Or I'm from, I'm from I'm from Minnesota, and they expect me to know where that is. You know, that's that's not fair. That's not right. But that's the way people are, right? So. When a movie like Black Panther comes around that is unapologetically, unapologetically black and black African, that represents everything from its coloring, its costuming, the presentation of the world is unapologetically African, that gives us something to attach to in the Western, in Western media, in Western mainstream media and say that's what Africa could be. I'm going to say it deserves whatever it gets. Plain and simple. I think it deserved it. I think it deserved all those things because it presented Africa, African culture. The, the, in, in the broadest terms, it presented African culture in the most positive way possible and made it make sense for everybody. That's what they did. That is what they did. And I'm a big fan of the work. I'm a big fan of what they did in that movie, and I think that it deserved those things in particular. I'm not going to say, I don't think it actually deserved any acting awards. I don't think there was a standout acting performance in it, it d d regardless of what people say about Michael B. Jordan's performance in it, which is the same performance he put out every single time, angry black, wounded lion who has an inflated sense of confidence and then gets corrected along the way. That's Michael B. Jordan put on a Michael B. Jordan performance. That's what he is. What's, that's what he did. Ain't, no, ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with doing what you do and doing it well. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I, I ain't mad at you, Michael B. Jordan. Respect. Keep doing it. Creed was the shit. You know? I, but I'm saying, Black Panther. No stunning, great acting performances. But I, I, I was a little mad about the snub for Best Director because I think it was well-directed. But whatever, I can take the three Oscars, first superhero movie to do it, and it's filled with black people, filled with African culture, filled with African looks, you know, in terms of clothing. I can deal with that. I love that. Love it. So it deserved all that shit. I don't care what anybody says. Write in, tell me what you think, tell me I'm wrong about that, whatever. I'm still I'm sticking to my damn point. That's what it is. Black Panther deserved three Oscars uh, at, at minimum. It deserved those three Oscars. If it had gotten four or five, one or five, I'd have been like, hell yeah. Hell yeah, you deserve it. Bruh. There's been too many goddamn white movies that I've been there going like, man, that, man, that, that, that movie sucked. That movie sucked, dog. You know what I'm talking about. We've all been there. Anyway, let's move on to the other little bit of thing. Into the Spider-Verse. It 
one, yeah, yeah, in one, yeah. Best animated feature, baby. That's what it did. Into the Spider-Verse one, because Miles Morales is Spider-Man. He's not Peter Parker, but he is Spider-Man. And that's what that movie was about. It said that you can have a different kind of Spider-Man, but have the similar sort of background. Because ultimately speaking, the, the point of Spider-Man is we can all be Spider-Man. We can all be heroes in our own lives. You know, you don't need to be bitten by a radioactive spider to be a hero. It's, in, it's who you are. It's in your DNA. But sometimes you just might need a catalyst. It might not need, it might not have to be a radioactive spider. Could just be genetically modified, right? That's what I'm saying. So, in my view, Into the Spider-Verse, absolutely. Is it the best Spider-Man movie ever made? Ooh! Gotta have a think about that. I gotta have a think about that. I don't know. I flip-flop on this one. I think it's close. I will tell you that. I think it's close. I think it's close to being the best Spider-Man movie ever made. Is it the best? I don't know. I'm a flip-flop on this one. You can, you can ask your boy on another week whether it's the best. He might change. He might change his opinion. I don't know. But it's, it's, pretty, it's high up there, man. It's high up there. Everyone's going to say Spider-Man 2. I always said this first Spider-Man movie is better than Spider-Man 2, but you know, you, that's, a, that's a question for another day. Into Spider-Verse is definitely up there. It is up there with Homecoming and the first two Spider-Mans. Does it break that top three? I think it might. I think it might be better than Homecoming, to be honest. I think it might be better than Homecoming, and that's huge credit. And Miles Morales, this paves the way for Miles Morales to be in the Spider, in the MCU. You know, when Tom Holland hangs, hangs up the web shooters, it paves the way. I think that it did huge things for Sony. Sony are now going to do Spider-Ham movie. They're going to do all kinds of crap, all kinds of stuff with this because they got the confidence to now. Now they know we can have a black Spider-Man. We can do Spider-Man movies, and it works. Venom and this working in the same year, raking in all that money, winning all them awards. Come on now. You know they're going to try to cash in on that. So I'm happy with that. The last little point I will bring out about the Oscars is that it had Stan Lee's stamp all over it. From Black Panther winning those Oscars to Into the Spider-Verse winning an Oscar and having so, being so diverse, it felt like a very Stan Lee thing. It felt like a Stan Lee, you know, he, let's not forget that white Jewish man from, from New York, he's the one who created the black African superhero. That's what happened. A white Jew made a black African superhero, and it worked. You know what I'm saying? And Into the Spider-Verse, that's Spider-Man's his creation, man. Peter Parker, there were like three different Peter Parkers in that thing. Like three. Three different Peter Parkers. That's his creation. You know, and the in the in, the in memoriam, that was absolutely appropriate, man. I loved what they did there uh, because he was not snubbed. I'm not going to say he was snubbed. I think they might have just ran out of time or forgot about including him in that in memoriam thing cuz look i know he wasn't a he wasn't a he was a he he was a hollywood actor he was an actor in these movies it wasn't you know when you're in like 20 movies you're you're an actor you you know not not the greatest actor but he's done other stuff you know he's an actor and he's a pardon me he's a producer as well so you know he he did the damn thing and they did absolutely his mark on hollywood is clear and that's why they had to honor him. It's that simple. And his movies, 
man, wherever he is, he must be smiling down. He's like, he must be thinking to himself, man, he, he might think to himself he never did the great American novel. You know, that's one of, as I understand it, that's one of uh, the things that in his younger life he really wanted to do, the great, to write a great American novel, but he created a great American universe. It feels his universe in with Spider-Man and Daredevil and Black Panther and all of that, he created a universe that is the great American story, as it were. It tells, it has the best of American values represented in it. And man, at the Oscars, you saw it all coming out and, you know, it felt like a little bit like Moses, you know? You know, he, he, he led us to the promised land, but he never saw it himself. But I think he did. I think he did. I think he, he's looking down right now just like, man, I did that. He must be thinking Excelsior, wherever he is. Um, yeah, last little bit of news before we take a little bit of a break. Um, well, two bits of news. Um, New Mutants star is also confused about New Mutants. We are all confused, sweetheart. All of us are confused about New Mutants. We don't know what's going on with it. We don't know why it's being made, sweetheart. Goddamn, nobody knows why this movie's getting made, but it's getting made. So it got made, and it's coming out sometime. We don't know when. It could change again. But whatever. Um, what else? What else? What else? Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. We're not really talking about Star Wars. We're talking about Star Wars and Captain Marvel. It's really about Rotten Tomatoes, though. All right? Ratings. You know, when, when Rotten Tomatoes started, they just came out there with, like, you know, they rated movies. And people came in and said, this is what I think of this movie. This is what I think of this movie. And then it has, they gave it themselves a rating system and user reviews and all that stuff. And it was, it was good, right? It worked kind of an on an honor system that, like, let's, let's be honest about, like, how we do this. Now, now that it's such a financial thing, like, people check the Rotten Tomatoes score before uh, they go watch movies. Now, it, it actually costs people money if the movie doesn't, isn't rated well. You know what I mean? People will check that, you know? Like, it's like, you'll go, you, people who are on the fence, like, look, I, I, I will spend money on a Star Wars movie. I'm going to spend money on Captain America. I don't care. I'm going to watch it once, twice, three, ten times. I might even get the DVD afterwards. You know what I'm saying? I will do that. But not everyone does that. There are people who never heard of Captain Marvel. They are actual human beings. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. There are people who haven't heard of Captain Marvel. There are people who have never actually seen a Star Wars movie. I know, it, they, but they exist. But now, for some reason, all these ratings bombings are happening. You hearing about this? People are writing in, reviewing movies that haven't even come out yet. Forget about that. In the context of Star Wars, they are coming out. This movie just wrapped production. Right? It just wrapped production. They haven't even put it together yet, man. They haven't edited this movie. There's no trailer out. There's no poster out. They haven't even revealed the title of the movie. It is not Star Wars A New Hope. This is just Star Wars Episode Nine, and we'll, we'll get to the name of the movie just soon. They haven't even come out with the name of the movie. We don't even know what it's called, and it's getting negative reviews. What kind of shit is that? That is some crazy, man. I, man, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. I don't care what, what y'all say. That is crazy. And I know there's a lot of enmity towards Star Wars since the last movie came out. I get that. I get that. I didn't like The Last Jedi. I'm, 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 I was big against The Last Jedi. I didn't sign that petition, though. I thought that was taking a little bit too far. Look, there are missteps in every single universe. Um, let's look at George Lucas's first three. Look, ain't nobody, not very many, liked um, uh, Phantom Menace. 
But we accepted it as part of the universe, Jar Jar Banks included. You know, I absolutely abhor Attack of the Clones. I think that is a travish mockery of note. Um, but it's part of the universe. I am not saying take it out. I think that you know, Re- Revenge of the Sith is one of the three best Star Wars movies of them all. Maybe second best behind Empire. I think it's actually better than them, or a lot of them. But that's me. That's me. Revenge of the Sith was a culmination, and in context, when you see that that big finish, it makes the other two look better. So let's wait on this. That's what I'm saying. Let's wait on this. The first two kind of sucked. In George Lucas's one, it was kind of mediocre at best. That's the best way to describe it. Mediocre. But, it, but they came right. And it might come right on this one. I'm hoping they do come right. You know, J.J. Abrams got a lot of, he's got a lot of work on his shoulders. He's got a lot of work. That's a heavy weight to bear. That's a big yoke. But, you know, if there's a director in Hollywood who you would bank on making, being able to bear the weight of a, of, of, of a huge fandom, J.J. Abrams is up there. He's, doing, he's always done big things. He's always done big things with movies. He's, you know, so let him come out with a movie before you start prejudging it. I'm just saying. That's my opinion. You got a different opinion? Share it. But back it up. You know? Back it up, too. Don't just, don't just come out here with just talking a whole bunch of mess. Back that opinion up with some reasonable arguments. Not just say, oh, I, I, I don't like Daisy Ridley. That, that Daisy Ridley, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like her. Don't, 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 don't be telling me that. I don't care if you don't like Daisy Ridley. Say like, oh, look, Ray, I think is overpowered. I think that they transitioned her powers way too fast, and it, that's unbelievable. That's a legitimate thing. You know, and those are the issues I got with the Star Wars universe right now, and I think that they need to answer them. But that's a whole different other thing. You know, I, I'm, we're not talking about my issues with it. I'm just saying, do you think that these rating bombings are right or wrong? And why do you think they're going on? Why do you think people are hating on Captain Marvel before it's even come out? You know? I mean, I get some of the people saying that, like, oh, she's, she, 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 she's an uber-feminist, SJW, and we don't like that shit. And I'm like, look, y'all, you know what y'all sound like? Y'all sound like weak-ass bitches. I'm, I'm going to say it straight to your face. I will tell you this straight to your face in the street. You sound like a weak-ass bitch because you can't take a strong woman with strong opinions. To be an adult, to be an adult, a human being, an adult male in 2019, I'm sorry, you are going to have to deal with the fact that you're going to encounter strong women, strong intelligent women with strong opinions. Just like you are a man with strong opinions. You're just going to have to deal with that. I personally encourage that. I have a daughter. And I want her to have strong opinions about things and be capable of expressing those strong opinions in as strong a way as possible. That's just the way the world should work. We are all human beings who deserve to be judged based on our ideas and the content of our minds and our character. That is the dream, right? As Dr. King said. Judged by the content of our character. And that's just what's happening. But now there's a lot of weak-ass dudes, a lot of weak-ass dudes, and some women, some women, you know, who have, I don't know. I don't know, they have, they have, 
you know, they, 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 I'm not saying they don't have a, have, don't have a right to an opinion, but that's the way it is. Some of them also are being weak about this. They're being weak in not letting a woman just have an opinion and not judging her work based on the person's opinion. You know what I'm saying? They're just going and hating on her and saying, oh, we're gonna, we want to ruin your career because we don't, we don't like your opinions. Man, fuck out of here. Anyway, y'all, we're going to take a little bit of a break right now, and uh, we will be right back with some more Blurge United. We're going to take a little bit of a musical interlude over here. Uh, two songs. I don't know what the songs are going to be. Um, we'll decide on that before we do it. That's the best thing about doing a podcast. You can just record, take a break. I'm going to have lunch. That's, what I'm, well, that's why I'm taking a break. I just heard the ding from my microwave, so I'm, I'm going to take a break and have some lunch. You know, see you after lunch. Team Fantastic. You know, we have to end the right way, right? Yeah. I know they told you that I got that jokes. Man, it made every time I'm in the booth. Dripping all gold when I step into the scene now. Not the jewelry, can you not see all the sauce? Why so taking over that same thing? The game is full, but don't be stepping on my shoes. Fix my hair and put that crown up on my head now. Time is money, put my watches in the safe. Yeah, I'm winning, but I just can't get enough of it. If you could, I know you'd probably take a bite of it. The surfboard stay shiny, so you ride away. Think we care about the shit that y'all been saying? Fuck it, I don't need no validation. I'm the plug, I bring the vibes to the location. Fire extinguishers, cause it's a situation. A situation Step aside, I don't need no validation I don't need no validation I'm the realest, I don't need no validation No validation I've been working, I'm in need of a vacation I would tell you about it, but it's complicated Former manager was clouding up the fish had to do it just for the optical freedom But we cool now, shit is good now Now I'm getting interviewed by Sammy Sos Getting views on Trace headlining every show Yeah, the boy, that boy, that boy be hitting legs Break the net and make them pose like I bodies Yeah, your bottle, that's my nigga from the gang gang We are Martians, nigga, we are not safe We the realest, we don't need the validation we don't need no validation. We don't need no validation. We don't need no validation. We the realest, we don't need no validation. Side ten, she be acting like the main tank. Give her half a pass, she says she want the whole tank. Frank Sinatra, ocean deep in the sea. Where I'm at, my altitude not for the youth. Yeah, that's a fact, I'm only telling the truth. I'm in the smooth to get this money and smooth. I'm ready to flare when I'm rolling with my woes. Step aside, I don't need no validation. I'm the plug, I bring the vibes to the location. Fire extinguishers, cause it's a situation. A situation. Step aside, I don't need no validation. I don't need no validation. I'm the realest, I don't need no validation. No validation Step aside, I don't need no validation I don't need no validation I'm the realest, I don't need no validation
No validation Fuck it, I don't need no validation I'm the plug, I bring the vibes to the location Fire extinguish just cause it's a situation A situation Step aside, I don't need no validation I don't need no validation I don't need no validation No validation I'm the realest, I don't need no validation Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, Freedom 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 Freedom. My name is Shata Wale. Freedom. 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 Freedom, 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 freedom. Shut Freedom, 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 freedom. My name be Shata Wale. Freedom, 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 freedom. Hey guys, and we are back. Yes, we are back. Ooh, my goodness. Burping over here. Uh, lunch was fantastic, mind you. It was some grilled chicken with um, a little bit of uh, pasta salad and, um, and some spinach. It was, it was really, really good if you're, if you're interested. Oh, still burping. Had a uh, had a bit of a soft drink, you know, caffeine, um, sugar free, sugar free. So it was good. It was good. It was good. Um, but you're not here to listen about uh, 
to listen to me talk about the food I just had. That's a that's a whole different other podcast. Um, you are here to listen to me talk about some geek stuff. So uh, yeah, we talked before the break about Star Wars and all of that stuff going on. So we have a shorter little bit over here uh, where I'm let's talk about what's going on in the news. What else is going on in the news right now? Okay. Um, word came out that Disney villain Disney is developing a vil- villain show. That's cool, I guess. Um, for Disney Plus, you know, it's coming out on Disney Plus. Uh, I'm assuming that's all the cartoon characters that, over the years, and they're developing to one seamless villains show. That, I don't know how it's gonna work. It sounds pretty interesting. Uh, they've done the princesses together, uh, but the villains uh, always go in the background. But what if they work together and stuff like that? There's a, there's a whole bunch of things they could do with that. I mean, I'll. I'll I'll give it a couple minutes. If it doesn't sell me, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Um, what what else is happening? Ah, I wanted to say this. Okay, so there's been a lot of news, a lot of news coming out of DC, and Marvel are having less news. Or rather, this is how I mean: there's a lot of news. Marvel have a lot of news about stuff that's going on right now. You know, we we have. Captain Marvel coming out in a few weeks. We got ourselves uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. We got ourselves Avengers coming out. We got Dark Phoenix coming out. We unfortunately have New Mutants coming out at the end of the year. That's a lot of news. That's a lot of news coming out of Marvel, right? A lot. But not very much for the future of Marvel. Like 2020 and beyond. Not very much news coming out of that, right? Whereas DC, I mean... Let's look at this. Okay, so on t- just for the from the television side of it, we got ourselves they, they cast, um, they they cast Superboy for for Titans. They've cast uh, they they've already cast Batwoman in the show, and she's gonna have her own show. You know, there's news coming out of there. They've they've uh, what's it called? Aquaman's coming out in 2022. They we found out about Suicide Squad two coming out. There's a two Joker movie, a Joker movie coming out. There's a lot of news coming out of there. A lot of news, a lot of whispers and stuff coming out of DC. Not very much on Marvel. You know, the Marvel u- future over here, I mean, yeah, they got that other show, The the Offenders. That That's, you know, I, I look at that as like a corner case, sort of like, yeah, that's its own little little bubble. Uh, if that pops off, great, but I don't, I don't expect that to change the world. I mean, the big stuff, you know, the stuff that the, 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 the soft middle are going to watch. Not very much news coming out of there because I think that the future in the next couple of years, DC fans are going to have a lot more to be proud of than Marvel fans. And it's going to go back to what it was. Because after the Avengers, man, I'm worried for Marvel because they're, that's the end of the heavy hitters. There's no, I'm not saying there's no, not going to be any more Avengers movies, but they could. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'd love to hear what anybody, somebody else thinks about this. Because I think that Marvel could go into the background a little bit. Because they got, what, like Eternals coming out? They got the Black Widow movie, obviously. That's nice. But that's going to be a movie that's set in the past. It's not, it's not taking this, pushing this Avengers storyline forward. It's stuff that's happening in the past. So more, more shifting to the past. That could be the future for Marvel. Future for Marvel could be going into the past and showing how all the little links. That's interesting. I don't know. I don't like that. But, yeah, that could be one way of going, right? Um, but anyway, more news, over, uh, news out of D.C. is that 
Batman is apparently not going to appear in the Batwoman show. You know, she's a strong, independent Batwoman. She don't need no man, especially a Batman. We don't need no Batman. Come on now. She's a strong woman. Click, click, click. All that. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, but this seems to be the line the DC seem to be taking with a lot of things that in order to make the, the character stand alone, stand up on their own too, tr- eliminate the original character, the other character or the, the primary character. So they're taking the view that, okay, in order to make Batwoman stand out on her own and show her in her own right, as her own right as a superhero, we need to not even basically not talk about or discuss or include Batman in it. I think that's wrong. They did, they're doing the same thing with Superman, where they're saying, oh, okay, we don't need to have super... If we're going we're gonna to do Supergirl, so we don't need Superman in it at all, and let's take the focus away from Superman. I'm like, you know, these two characters can stand together on their own, too. You know, Supergirl's a strong enough character to stand on her own, too. That's why she has a book of her own, and she's always had a book of her own, and continuously having a book of her own. Batwoman's the same. You know, she, she's, she's a superhero in her own right. And you don't need to make her look weak. S- uh, sorry, you don't mean to make Batman look weak or eliminate him in order to make Batwoman stand up. That's, that's my point, point of view. You're welcome to have your own point of view, DC. You got the money after all. It ain't my money. Um, I will watch it anyway. I will, I'm going to give this a couple episodes. I'm going to give it like three or four episodes, Batwoman, like I do with every other show. Give it three episodes. If it doesn't s- hook me in, then I'm out. Um, so far, it has a lot of work to do, I will say. Because everyone was very, very impressed with what they did, but I just thought what what they did in the, um, in the uh, Arrowverse, you know, with, with Batwoman, I was like, man, it's. I, I was less convinced. It felt like a lot of the, just she just used a gadget. She landed in a car and used a gadget, and then everyone said, "Oh my god!" I'm like, why? She just used a gadget. That's standard. Batman procedure. There was no good fight sequence. We have yet to see Ruby Rose do a good fight sequence. So until that happens, you know, I'm on the fence. They got to sell me on this show. Um Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm just I'm just not convinced on that one. Um yeah, they so they cast um this dude who's going to be a future Jeopardy answer um as Superboy for Teen Titans season 2. Um Josh Aspen or Aston? I, I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't even write it down because I, I just don't think it matters. I, I just, I just don't. I think that they're taking the wrong view on this Titans thing and on introducing Superboy. I'd have preferred they introduced Cyborg, who is on Doom Patrol right now, but I would prefer they'd put him on Titans instead of Superboy. I think that Superboy is something more for season three because su- adding Superboy in now means we have to deal with Superman. And I just don't think that they're ready on this show to deal with Superman. I would like the Titans to stand on their own two for at least a season, you know, because last year was, there's was a lot of Batman in the background, you know, like he wasn't there, but he was he was on the show without ever being on the show. You know what I mean? Like you, you felt his presence. And I, I feel like the Titans need to be a unit on their own. And I think that that's what I wanted to see out of a season two. Now you're saying Superboy, which means we're going to have Superman in the background and in our minds. And I don't need that. We just none of us need that, so I don't. Well, rather, I don't think the show needs that, um, and it could suffer as a result. But you know, I'm willing to give it a shot. I'm willing to give it a shot, but man, I'm not sold on this kid. He looks, like, he looks the part, but nah, nah, 
Um, huge, huge news. Will Smith is out of Suicide Squad too. Now, for a lot of people, he was the best part of Suicide Squad. You know, him and Harley Quinn, you know, were the best part of Suicide Squad. Now, him being out is a bit of a blow, apparently. I don't think it is. I think it's the best thing they could have possibly done. They needed to eliminate one of them, and you were never going to get rid of Harley Quinn. You were never going to get rid of Harley Quinn. Deadshot is the one to eliminate out of the Suicide Squad 2. There's, a, there's a loads of rogues that they could go with for Suicide Squad 2, so, you know, they're not, they're not suffering for rogues. Batman and all those DC hero villains, heroes have a multitude of villains that they could use, and Deadshot is he's cool, but, you know, they could just get Mal- Merlin in this and it works just as fine. I, I would love that, actually. Another sharpshooter, that's cool. That can work. So Will Smith being out, I also thought that Will Smith was a bit of a distraction. You know, when you have a guy like Will Smith in it, you want to use Will Smith. It's not his fault. It's no one's fault. You know, he's he's an attractive man and a great actor. So you want to use a great actor when you have a great actor, plain and simple. He's not, but he's not going to do a small role, a small bit part character and just do it well. You know, he's not going to do what Tandy Newton did in Solo. Uh, you know, just come in there, lend yourself for like, you know, 15 minutes, and then I'm out. He's never going to do that. You know, and that's, that's just the way that is. So James Gunn getting him off, that's, that's fine. That's fine by me. His story was a bit of a distraction, and I feel like uh, he kind of he landed. I think it's fine where it landed with him. You know, he's going to see his daughter bit by bit, and then eventually he's going to be released. That's cool. Cool by me. Um... So yeah, I'm, I'm a little sad about that, but you know, not too sad. I'm okay with it. I think that we're all going to end up being okay with it because I think that with better writing, Suicide Squad works. There was so much promise with Su- that, that, that movie, but it just never, it seemed a little confused. It felt a little rushed. It felt a little like we want to put all our toys in and play with all our toys, but you don't need to play with all the toys. You need to play well with the toys that you have. So eliminating some characters, having a smaller squad that has an impossible mission, that's that's what they, they that's what they can do. And I think that James Gunn can present the story. You know, if there's one thing he knows how to do, as we know, is work with an ensemble cast and get them toward a focus. And I think that's what he's going to provide. And Will Smith being out could be great. Having just one tent pole and in Harley Quinn, you know, and, and move on from there. Uh so yeah, uh, Will Smith is out on Suicide Squad 2, and I hope whatever he does next is great. I know it is, because Will goddamn Smith, right? Um, last little bit of news, uh, the last two bits of news, I should say. Um, Rami Malek. Rami? Rami? Rami Malek? Yeah, Rami Malek. Fresh off winning his Oscar. Fresh off winning his Oscar. Word has reached us our little ears over here, that apparently he's in final talks to play a villain in the next Bond movie. The 25th Bond villain could be Rami Malek. Now, that is very fascinating. He does have, you know, he can play good or bad. He has that air about him that he can do either, and his his awkwardness could really work well for a villain. I think it could really, really work well. Will it work in a Bond villain? 
You know, you know they've been trying to do a more modern Bond villain of late. And I think that, you know, go back to the more outlandish villains. And Rami Malek can definitely do that. You know, get, a, get us an, a, as outlandish a story as possible. I'm, 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 I'm eager for it. All of a sudden, they got me eager. You know, because Rami Malek is, he's hot property right now. And him doing Bond, come on now. That's going to be, that's going to be hot. You know, that's a lot of Oscar caliber acting, you know, uh, over there in a Bond movie. And I think that that's going to, as it could, it could be the best Bond movie yet of, of Daniel Craig's run. But we don't know anything about it. You know, it's, uh, we know that it's, uh, what's the working title? Shatterhand? That sounds like a Bond movie title, doesn't it? You know, Shatterhand. That's. Shatter hand. That could be a that, that's a bond title right there. But if that's the final title, which I don't think it is, that works. It tells us nothing about it, you know, with Rami Malik in it. That tells us the direction of the character, because he's not gonna play Dave Bautista's character, is he? He's not gonna add on fifty pounds to play the villain. He's not the henchman. They're not you don't cast Rami Malik to play the henchman. You cast him to play the lead villain, you know, the thinker. The guy who's going to outthink Bond or some stuff, or some stunt, such, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's it. I, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you know, he's almost a little bit too good to play a Bond villain, but you can't really say that. There have been some really great actors who've played Bond villains. So, like Christopher Lee, you know, like really great actors who played Bond villains. And, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it, actually. This reinvigorates my interest in Bond. Um, oh yeah, and last little bit of news. For some reason, they are doing, they are doing a Beverly Hills 90210 reboot, or not reboot, with the, the, continuing the story with the original cast. Yeah, the whitest show in history is coming back. I don't. Um, whatever. That's a sad place to end the show, but um, yeah, I think we're all out of time. So um, anyway, that's it. We that's all we got, blurds. Um, so uh, write in, write in, write in your questions. Talk to us. Send in your voice notes. Um, we are going to uh, get uh, a phone line, so you can send in voice notes on over WhatsApp. We are only going to have them over WhatsApp. Um, shortly, or or you can currently use the Anchor app. Use the Anchor app. Go to Anchor.fm. Get the Anchor app from um, on i on um, what is it? The i i store. I don't know what you people call it on iTunes. Uh, whatever i store. That's what. It, yeah, let's call it that. If you're on Apple, go get it over there. If you are on, go to the Play Store on Android and download the Anchor app. Or go to anchor.fm. It'll guide you through the whole process. And really, you can send in your voice notes. Your voice can be on the show. We're going to start doing that as of next week um, if you get any, any more. Um, or, and we're going to start writing your written questions. We're going to start reading them and answering them. And uh, you can have our thoughts on what uh, you think is going to happen with, uh, with everything. So write in, please, write in, or you can uh, email us at uh, geeksunitedlg, that I'll say that again, geeksunitedlg at gmail.com. You can write in over there. It's our Instagram handle uh, from a different time, but we're going to go with that for now. Um, you can write in over there, and we will respond to your emails uh, on this. If it's a question, we'll respond there. Um, you're over and underrated, you can send in yours. Tell us you're over and underrated. I don't care. Whatever. And please, share, like, 
this podcast, uh, the more people that listen to it, the better it gets. The more we can do interviews and stuff like that. And we can get uh, the show rolling into the big sphere. We want to we wanna make this as big as possible. So please, tell your friends about it. Uh, share it with your friends if you like it. If you don't like it, tell us why. Tell us why you don't like it. It, it helps. All right? So, uh, yeah, we're signing off. I will talk to you guys on next week. And looking forward to uh, hearing your points of view and all of that. Until next time, um, keep it blurdy, people. Love you all. Bye.